Welcome to a new episode of the Agile Timebox. Five minutes of Agile thinking with Billy Adams. Today's topic is Agile Team Structure, Feature or Component Teams. The concept and practice of feature teams is not as new as many might think. Since 1980s, well before the birth of Agile, companies like Microsoft and Ericsson were structured in cross-functional feature teams. Nonetheless, more than 40 years later, many companies are still preferring component teams. Before we dive further into the topic, let me quickly explain the basic difference between the two different structures. Although this may not apply only to software, it is probably the most common and easiest example to give. If we think about a standard software, we can imagine it as made of multiple layers. The UI, or front-end layer, which is the one visible to the user. The back-end layer, which contains the business logic. And the data layer, usually a database, to store and retrieve data. When the software is large enough to require a big number of engineers working on it, there is the need to create multiple teams to split the work. Depending on how the teams are formed, we will have either feature or component teams. When teams are organized around the different layers, and we have one or more teams for each layer, we call them component teams. In this scenario, when we want to deliver a new functionality or modify an existing one, the work will probably be split across multiple teams. On the other hand, if we organize the teams by grouping in each one all the competencies to allow the team to work on all layers, we will have feature teams. In this case, a single team will be capable to develop and deliver a functionality end-to-end. At a first glance, it might seem obvious that feature teams have a clear advantage. So why are some organizations still choosing to structure their teams around components? In my experience, the main explanations can be reduced to the perception that component teams are more productive. And if you look at the quantity of work completed in a period of time, this might even be true. When a team works on components in isolation, they can finish their portion of the work more quickly and take off a lot of items from the list in a shorter period compared to feature teams. This is because they don't have to worry about integration, at least not at the development stage, and therefore, testing is limited to the single component. Moreover, because team members of component teams are highly specialized in their own domain, their speed is not affected by the learning curve that is naturally slowing down members of feature teams jumping from one area of the application to another, with little opportunity to build a deep knowledge of specific components. Along with the perceived speed of component teams, many of the organizations that adopt this model feel reassured by the accountability derived by the ownership of each component. Believing this helps to keep quality to high standards. That said, it's not a coincidence that I've used expressions like perceive speed or feel reassured. I think that even if those who prefer component teams genuinely believe in the benefits described above, this belief derives from a limited perspective. While it might be true that a component team can produce a large amount of work in a given time, how much of this work will be ready to be shipped to the final users? How many times is rework required due to integration issues? How often work which is nearly completed is parked on hold waiting for an external dependency to be developed by another team? And how much additional effort in planning is required to reduce dependencies bottlenecks to the minimum? In their paper, Feature Team Primer, Craig Larman and Boss Body, creators of Less, the large-scale Scrum framework, not only describe the advantages of feature teams, they also mentioned that, while component teams are optimized for delivering the maximum number of lines of code, feature teams are optimized for delivering the maximum customer value. 
Adding as a note that the different optimization often makes the feature team feel slower from the local view. That's the key. Component teams look more productive while feature teams feel slower from the local view, which is the eye of those managers who are blinded by the old concept of productivity, the one that looks at output rather than value. Often they also fool themselves by measuring their success based on the quantity produced by the teams that they manage instead of the value produced for the business and its customers. But as soon as we change the point of view and start looking at the value delivered, feature teams are incredibly faster because all their focus is on producing the full feature end to end, which helps to significantly reduce the time to market. And this benefit doesn't come alone. Priorities are driven by value instead of arbitrary preferences. Cross team dependencies are minimized if not eliminated. Planning is simplified. Knowledge is shared in a natural way. Code quality and standards are generally higher because developer cannot rely on long familiarity and individual's knowledge. Change in requirements is managed more easily because it can be handled by a single team. Ultimately, if you are currently running component teams, I know that a change of direction may seem challenging, and it certainly is to some extent. But beware that most of the times, resistance to change comes from mindset rather than practical obstacles. If that's the case, start small, experiment with one team and observe the benefits. This will help to gain a more objective perspective and reduce resistance. Then you'll be ready to extend the transformation to the wider organization. Instead, if you are scaling up and considering how to structure your teams, make sure to evaluate the best way forward based on your specific needs. I believe that feature teams are more suited for organizations that want to be agile and respond quickly to change while delivering value. Whereas it's hard to get any real benefit from component teams in a fast-paced, volatile environment like the one most businesses navigate these days. This was the last thought for today. Thank you for listening to the Agile Time Box. Remember to subscribe and share. See you in the next episode.